Hey everybody, this is Kurt Schlick here on the Unredacted Podcast. Uh, we're doing it in a moving vehicle right now because that's where we're doing it. That's the thing about the Unredacted Podcast, folks. I'm going to do it exactly the way I want to do it all the time. And that includes throwing, throwing in, in the, the echo, 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 echo effect when I feel it's necessary to the integrity of the bit. Uh, what's in the news? Well, you know what's not in the news? The fact that our senile, perverted, old weirdo of a president has decided to put a lid on till Wednesday. You're going to... I'm doing this on Saturday. You're hearing this on Monday, because I know that as soon as it drops, you, you immediately listen to it. He's supposedly not going to come out of hiding until Wednesday. So that's like four days from now. But of course, there's nothing going on. Uh, at home, we only have this whole COVID thing, which I was informed by all the smart people who are smart, uh, is the biggest disaster of all time. And of course, overseas, the establishment's uh, uh, chickens are coming home to roost, in the words of the minister that uh, Barack Obama liked. Holy shit. Let's talk a little about Afghanistan, okay? Okay. I, I can't do anything about our senile president. Nobody can. But everybody knows he's senile, and I just think it's hilarious that the mainstream media refuses to say anything. It's like, hey, we've already taken a giant dump on our credibility. What do we do now? I know. Pee on it. Very graphic. Very, very graphic. Let's talk about Afghanistan and the Taliban and what lessons the establishment can learn from it. Now, I know that if I did this as a town hall piece, uh, I would have days and days of stupid people going, Kurt loves the Taliban. Uh, not that I don't find that amusing and interesting, but I'm here. Uh, it's now. I'm going to I'm gonna do it right here for you guys only here on Town Hall VIP. Uh, how is the fight against the Taliban similar and different than the fight against American patriots? Now, you're thinking, wait a minute, Kurt, are you putting American patriots into the same position as the Taliban? Are you calling them the same? Well, if you're fucking retarded, I guess you would take it that way. But in the correlation of forces, that is, uh, the ideologically committed uh, insurgent versus the soul-dead, lazy, fat, stupid, incompetent establishment, uh, those are the roles that matter. Of course, the Taliban are a bunch of uh, uh, psychotic weirdos who uh, marry 12-year-old girls, uh, butt-bang boys, and uh, uh, butcher everybody in sight. Not exactly our agenda. In fact, I think I can safely say that conservatives are against all of those things, uh, while liberals tolerate them. And of course, interestingly, overseas, uh, in Afghanistan, our establishment, as part of its 20-year process to completely uh, destroy uh, any kind of credibility the military had, one of the uh, one of the gravest uh, things that they did, one of the worst things that they did, was tell our troops, don't interfere when the local Afghans are having sex with boys. That was uh, that was like an order. They were told not to do that. Guys got in trouble for saying no. You 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 can't rape this seven-year-old in front. I'm just not going to let you. And, you know, we, we have to be more understanding of their culture. Um, okay, but my culture is shooting people who rape boys. So we've got a problem. we got a little, it's kind of, you know? 
kind of a clash of cultures. And frankly, I think our culture's better. And I think if you rape young boys, she should be shot in the freaking head. Yeah, look, maybe I'm harsh. Maybe I'm going a little too far. But you know, I don't think I am. Frankly, I don't think I'm going far enough. Because if you shoot him in the head, that's a little quick. Now, uh, hugely demoralizing to our guys. And frankly, a lot of the Afghans weren't too thrilled about, you know, their kids being raped. One of the things about the Taliban, allegedly, and I don't know the Taliban, but at least some elements of the Taliban, I'm sure some of them are boy-raping perverts, uh, but uh, uh, some elements of the Taliban uh, said, hell no, you're, you're not going to do that. And that was one of the things that earned them popular support. Let's not fool ourselves, people. The Taliban have huge support in Afghanistan. And it's not saying the Taliban are groovy to ask yourself why. In fact, we didn't ask ourselves why. Why did the minute we pulled out, everybody flop over, flock over to the Taliban? What, 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 what's going on here? Is it wrong to say what's wrong with the side we were backing? Because we already know they're corrupt. We already know uh, the side we were backing had a lot of boy raping perverts. Um, we knew they were incompetent. It's, uh, uh, it, 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 you know, the, re the refusal to look at these things dispassionately and to be afraid of, you know, hey, if we look at this in a, uh, a realistic manner and uh, uh, you know, with, 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 without regard to what people might think of us, you know, we, we, we might get a good answer, which, of course, is the last thing they want. But the simple fact is there is a reason the Taliban have huge popular support. And to deny that, to act like they are some sort of alien element who has invaded and infested Afghanistan, rather than rising up from Afghanistan itself with tremendous support, the fact that we don't understand that is what guaranteed the defeat after 20 years. The problem with our establishment, folks, is it is the most parochial institution on earth. Oh, they, they tell you, oh, I've got a passport. You, you, you Americans don't have passports. You, you, you just know about your, your, your backwater villages. Um, bullshit. The most parochial people on earth are American liberals from blue cities. They literally know nothing about their country. And what they know about the world is, well, I've gone to, I've gone to London and to Paris and to Berlin and uh, that's it. I'm a world traveler. It's guys like us, guys who are, uh, you know, conservatives, many of us military, who've gone to the places that the tourists don't go. Look, I've been to North Korea, literally. I mean, I only walked into it, but I mean, I set foot in it. I've been to Saudi Arabia. I've been to Ukraine. I've been to Kosovo. I've been to freaking Bosnia. All right. Gotta tell you guys, I mean, hell, Bulgaria, gotta tell you, not exactly places I go voluntarily as a tourist. Where do we go voluntarily as a tourist? We, we go to Sardinia. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll close out with some, what do you think? Talk about Sardinia at the end. Arena, who is driving, is nodding, because we're going to need kind of a palate cleanser from this shit show that I'm discussing right now. And it is a shit show. It's a fucking disgrace. All right, here's the guys I feel for. First of all, I feel for our uh, Afghan allies to paint the guys on our side as all corrupt, all scumbags. That's that's unsophisticated, stupid, and frankly wrong. There are Afghans who uh, uh, did fight for something like freedom, and they did uh, serve with our guys. And uh, I, 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 you know, this this terrible betrayal of them. 
because at the very least we could have got them the fuck out. Uh, what a fucking disgrace. And to the guys who actually fought in Afghanistan. Now, I, I, I went to Kosovo and Desert Storm. Um, I was not in Afghanistan. I have a lot of friends who were. friends. Who, I, I have friends who were wounded. I have friends whose sons were wounded. And these guys, you know, these guys did an incredible job. They did a great job. They should be very, very proud of themselves for what they did. This was a failure uh, at the strategic level of the civilian leadership and of the senior military leadership, whose absolute inept, cowardly, not in a, not in battlefield thing. Look, Millie wasn't a coward in the battlefield. He's the first through the door kind of guy. But he's a coward in terms of standing up for a uh, effective and realistic strategy. He, he is unwilling to turn around and say, you know, CRT has no place in our military. Uh, Karen Gilbrand, I know you don't want to hear that. I know you're going to call me a sexist uh, throwback Neanderthal, but uh, bitch, you're wrong. So shut the fuck up. All right. So I, I, I feel bad for our vets because right now they got to be thinking, what the fuck? Did I spend years of my life doing? You know, I'm lucky. My my two missions were successful. I can look back and go, yeah, yeah. When I left, it was a better place. They can't, and that's that's a fucking disgrace. And that's a total betrayal of these guys. So let's get back to the 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 controversial part where Kurt compares conservatives to the Taliban. God, I hate. You know, I hate when people have to conform their intellectual explorations to what some fucking blue check's going to say on Twitter. Gosh, I don't want to, ex- I don't want to see how the positioning of the Taliban and the positioning of the Afghan government, uh, uh, as compared to the fight of the establishment against, uh, the, for lack of better words, deplorables here in America, uh, is, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I think there's some interesting parallels and some lessons to learn, but if I do it, they'll say that it, we, we like the Taliban, so I better not say that. Fuck you. By the way, interesting thing today on Twitter, uh, the home of stupid, some uh, uh, people decided to get the hashtag American Taliban trending. Okay, let's explain how analogies work, because this is a continuing fucking problem. All right. And analogies uh, show a similarity between two things to show a lesson. You're supposed to have a takeaway. What's the fucking takeaway of calling the deplorables the American Taliban? The fucking Taliban's about to take over the whole goddamn country. All right? So it's not the analogy you think it is. It's not the own you think it is. When you say, oh, oh American Taliban, because uh, pretty soon, what, are you going to go uh, uh, go and uh, uh, get, uh, get on the fucking uh, roof of your kumbacha shop and uh, hope a, a Black Hawk helicopter comes to take you off it? Because that's kind of what you're saying, and it and, and there's kind of a, a note to reality of it. Let's examine the forces. Let's examine the Taliban. The Taliban are an ideologically driven uh, uh, movement. Okay, theirs is a seventh century barbarian version of Islam, uh, a, a psychotic, sick, disgraceful, and disgusting uh, perverted ideology. Okay. But they are ideologically driven, and they will die for it. They they will not hesitate. Okay, they die yelling Allah Akbar. 
Okay, they do suicide bombs. You have to understand your enemy and you cannot have allow your moral judgments of their myriad failings to interfere with your analysis of your enemy. Or you're setting yourself up for failure. They are ideologically driven. They are committed. Okay, let's compare them to the American deplorables, because right now we're talking about an establishment that's doing counterinsurgency against an insurgent movement. Where are the deplorables? The deplorables are an ideologically driven movement. Many of them are people who already signed up in the military, who've done military, who are literally willing to, the, to die for the values they're talking about. Uh, some of them are kind of secular values, the Constitution, founding fathers, all that stuff. Others are religious. The, the uh, American deplorables, very heavily uh, religious, uh, including uh, now a significant number of Orthodox Jewish people. So these are ideologically driven people. All right. You have an ideologically driven insurgent force. Let's look at the establishment, right? Is the establishment ideologically driven? No, it's not. Who is the guy who's going to jump on a hand grenade to save CRT? No, really? Who, who's going to say, yeah, I'm going to die to fight patriarchy? There's literally no one. Literally no one will do that. And it's not just, uh, it's not merely a function of them not being the kind of people who die for anything. All right? Because... You know, you know, we, you know, uh, conservatives get together and they watch Zulu, a great last stand movie. Liberals get together and watch whatever woke fucking bullshit HBO show. All right. But there's no, you know, there's no fighting to the death there. There's maybe some mean tweets. Maybe they're going to put that, put the patriarchal white guy in his place. Okay. So you don't have an ideological commitment by the establishment. At least not one that's going to uh, be sufficient enough to get them to risk death. So that that's important. Morale is a huge part of things, especially uh, Napoleon recognized that. Especially, you you have to motivate people. The establishment is motivated to hire other people to fight. That's kind of what they're hoping for the military. They've kind of hired our. I'm back. Sorry, it got cut off. Uh, they are motivated to hire people to fight for them. Essentially mercenaries. So you have an army composed of people who are not willing to die for the establishment. Same as in Afghanistan. Kurt, that sounds really, uh, really wacky. I mean, you're talking about, you know, all this stuff. Look, Mao said it best. Viol uh, power comes out of the barrel of the gun. At the end of the day, there are two ways to get conformity. Either people uh, uh, agree that everything's legitimate and they do it voluntarily. That's how the American, United States primarily ran for most of, it, uh, most of its existence. You know, the, IRA, the, the tax system's essentially voluntary. They can't audit everybody. But people are like, yeah, I think they're a little high, but it's generally fair. I'm going to pay my share. But... Uh, uh, the other way, of course, is somebody pointing a gun at you saying, I will shoot you if you don't obey. So that's that's how one does it. That's how one does things. Either get people to comply or you force them to comply. And we're moving to a force model. And you see it all the time. You see an establishment that is corrupt. And right, we all agree our establishment is corrupt. It is incompetent. Like I said, just just a couple minutes ago, 
I'm stuck on the 405 freeway in freaking a traffic jam in the middle of, the, of a Saturday morning. What the fuck is that? That's crazy. That's insane. That shouldn't be happening. Shit should function. Shit doesn't function. People will put up with a lot if shit works. They'll give up. They, they, they're not they're right saying, put their rights aside a little if, they're, if things work and they're a little bit prosperous. You know, said before, if the, tra- you know, the fascists said, we'll make the trains run on time. If the trains run on time, people are going to be uh, more willing to take shit than if the trains don't run on time. Trains in America have stopped running on time. Trains in Afghanistan, they never fucking ran on time. In fact, they didn't have trains. I don't think they had trains. I'm sure they didn't have trains. <sighs> Look, this is a situation in America where you have an establishment that's got very low credibility because it's corrupt, very low credibility because it's inefficient, and very little power other than inertia, the the, the power to continue just because it's always been like that. And that makes it that makes it kind of uh, uh, vulnerable. You know? we Right now, the establishment exists because of force of habit. Okay, I. We're we're having fun driving. Um. These parallels are kind of troubling because I I see them getting desperate. I see the establishment here getting desperate, and you can see that in uh, especially if you're you know crazy enough to go on social media. There was some Ashley Babbitt stuff the other day on social media. Ashley Babbitt, you know her, the unarmed veteran, you know, shot for trespassing. And normal people would go, you know, maybe you arrest her for trespassing, maybe you don't. But you don't shoot her in the fucking throat. All these liberals were like, tweeting, and I, I and you get to the end of it. There's always an excuse, always a reason, always an explanation. The bottom line is, good, I'm glad she's this conservative bitch is dead. That's always the bottom line. They're glad she's dead. That means they're glad you're dead, and they'd be willing to kill you. Okay. They're willing to kill us to maintain their grip on power. And that's a message that people will pick up. You normalize violence. See, it's always remarkable to me. They think that they, they can take the status quo not participate in it, exempt themselves from it, and then if shit doesn't work out, they just go back to the status quo. Well, you know, we weren't, you know, we thought, you know, we, we decide, you know, maybe we would kill our political opponents, and that hasn't worked out good for us. So I, I've decided we uh, we should go, oh my gosh, it's biting. I decide we should go back. I just saw a dog, sorry. I decided we would just go back how things were. That's cool, right? doesn't work like that. These guys have never been around human beings. Well, no, they've been around liberals, so by definition, they have not. And it is just as stupid as you can get to think that you can play horsey and the other guy doesn't get a turn. That everyone's just going to go, oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, you changed the rules. But 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 
we're we're not gonna we're not gonna go with those old rule uh, new rules. We're we're gonna stick with the old ones that disadvantage us. Who the fuck would agree to that? No one. Here's the thing. Our establishment is going to collapse. And it's going to collapse because it is weak and stupid. And because it doesn't have ideological commitment. And because through its foolishness, it will escalate. And it will find itself outgunned, literally. I mean, how we got all the guns. It's it it, it it it's bad, folks. It's not a good situation, and uh, it's one entirely of their making. So, you know, there we are. There we go. So let's talk about something positive for a minute. Let's talk about Sardinia. Sardinia is an island off the uh, coast of Italy. I was looking at a map yesterday. It's actually more south than I recall it. More to the, uh, I, I thought it was kind of north. It in Corsica were north, but no, they're actually south of Rome. Uh, and they were, uh, uh, you know, they, they they actually were owned by the Carthaginians. For a while. Carthaginians who have uh, a lot of a lot of Roman Carthaginian uh, uh, parallels between us and the Chicoms, right? And uh, we aren't the Romans. But maybe that's another. Maybe that's another one. Anyway, uh, we ended up going to Sardinia because some asshole decided to machine gun a bunch of people in Tunisia where we were going to stop uh, on a cruise. So we go to Sardinia, and we're bummed. We're like, Oblia? What the hell's that place? You know, I've never been there. Uh, our friend Drew Maddich, who you know from many, many, uh, many, many of our unredacteds, uh, set up a wine tour, so we go out to the country, and it was fucking unbelievable. It was so cool. We go to these farms, we get food, we get wine, even the honey tasted good. So we're eating honey and bread, rosé, and it's like, like oh, it's like a lira a bottle. It's incredible. So I really like Sardinia. And I want to go back to Sardinia. So I'm just going to sit here and think about fucking Sardinia for a while. Because I don't want to think about the shit show that is Afghanistan, the shit show that the liberal elite is making in my country, making my country infant. Yeah, it's kind of a fucking bummer. And I am bummed. Hopefully, I don't know, hopefully some miracle will happen next week and go, phew, that was close. But you know, it ain't going to happen. And hopefully, by this time next week, fucking President Dildo is uh you know, dildo baggins is going to uh, uh come out of hiding and uh you know fucking resign because he's senile and incompetent or pervert that ain't gonna happen either we're in for a shit show folks but you get a front row seat here at town hall on the unredacted podcast for vip members kurt schlichter go get my book the split and all the Kelly Turnbull books, follow me on Twitter. Go to my On Locals page. There you can get the whole, all the Kurt stuff in one place. It's uh, quite miraculous. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.